Hello there. Welcome to our daily manna. Just as our body is in need of material food, so as our soul is in need of the word of the Lord. So we pray. Lord, this very day and this very hour, we open to your hearts and our minds that you may speak to us and that we as your servants would listen to you. May you really deliver to us your intention through your word and through the working of your Holy Spirit. And thus, we entrust to you our time together. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Every day, we are confronted with realities or situations that would require us to make decisions in life. And there are many ways that we employ in the process of making decisions. In the family, as husband and wife, my wife and I make decisions by conversation, conversing with each other, weighing the pros and cons, thinking the disadvantages and about the, the advantages. And then we look up to God in prayer and we make decisions. In a body or a group of people, it is very common here in the Philippines that we make decisions by either consensus or by votation, the dictation of the majority. Now, in the church, whenever we make decision of getting a or having the new set of officers every end of the year to have some partners for the ministries on the following year, what we do is that the pastors would choose leaders and recommend them to the congregation. And the congregation are, is given the chance to confirm through a two-third vote. And that's the time when they make it through the two-third votes, they are going to be installed to serve with the ministers and uh, the ministry heads on the following year. Now, nationally, in relation to our way of governance, we make decisions, especially during election. The people make decisions. And how do we make that decision about selecting the leaders? We cast our votes. And the majority shall dictate what is going to be the fate of the country. Well, as I have said, every day we are confronted with realities that would require us to make decisions. Now, in the text that we are going to read, this is a portion of the New Testament narrative in the book of Acts when Jesus already ascended and the disciples were left and they went to Jerusalem and they went to the upper room and they started praying to God and they started thinking of replacing Judas Iscariot who deserted the Lord. So before there were 12 disciples and because Judas left the group, then they were left with a decision to make. Who is it that will take Judas' place? And I am fascinated about the process of their making of that decision, the process of their selection. You know how they did that? Let's look at Acts chapter 1. Actually, the passage begins with verse 12 up to verse 26, but I'll only read from verse 21 up to 26. The word of the Lord says, Therefore, it is necessary that 
of the men who have accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning with the baptism of John until the day that he was taken up from us. One of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they put forward two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, who was also called Justus or Justus, and Matthias. And they prayed and said, You, Lord, who know the hearts of all men, show which one of these two you have chosen to occupy this ministry and apostleship from which Judas turned aside to go to his own place. And they drew lots for them, and the lot fell to Matthias, and he was added to the eleven apostles. Now, the process of that decision-making that they made was through casting of lots. But remember, it was not purely casting of lots. Because if you look at the earlier verses, you know what they did when they arrived at the upper room? They prayed to the Lord. And then, when that need came out, that was the time that they casted lots. Now, here is like a trivia that I want us to note in relation to this text. While I shall say that I think it is still possible to make to use this process today in decision-making, but here is something, an observation that I made in relation to the New Testament writings. Don't you know that this was the last time that the Bible mentioned about casting of lots used to make decision? And this is very important. You know why? Because after this, there was no mention of casting of lots to make a decision about a matter. Why? After these chapters, chapters 1, 2, 3, there goes the Holy Spirit. He came to the disciples' lives and dwelt among them. And then, <clears throat> his, his leading, His empowerment was manifested in their lives. He endowed them with wisdom. He endowed them with authority. And after the coming of the Holy Spirit, there was no instance in the Old, in the New Testament, I mean, that the disciples, that the young church, the new built church of Christ, there was no mention anymore of casting lots used to make decisions about the body of Christ, about the believers. So this is, I think, an important reality that we also need to observe. Why do you think so? My understanding about the matter is that there is no more need for casting of lots because the revelation of God's Word is already given to the disciples. Added to that is the presence of the Holy Spirit living in the believers' lives. You know, in many writings of the New Testament, there are several times that they mention it's the Holy Spirit who knows the will of God. Is the Holy Spirit, as part of the community of the Trinity, fully knows what the rest of within the Godhead are thinking about. And so he has the capacity to reveal to the believers the will of God. And thus it is important for us today, in every decision that we are making in life, it is important that we rely 
on the Holy Spirit. That we pray to the Spirit of God, Lord, Holy Spirit, help us as I make this decision. <clears throat> and how it is affirmed? Through the reading of the Word of God. Because the Word of the Lord tells us the mind of God. It reveals to us the very heart of the divine. And thus it is important that these two shall work together. Our discovery of God's will from His Word and our dependence on the dictation or the illumination and the impression of the Holy Spirit upon our hearts and our minds. I know and believe that right now, some of you are having this reality in life that you are confronted with a situation that requires you to make a decision. Or, if not right now, in the days to come, in the weeks to come, and even in the years to come, there will be a lot of things that you will be deciding about. And thus, how do you make the decision? How do we make decisions as God's children? Rely on the Holy Spirit and continue to discover the will of God from His Word. And I am praying that this will become a guidance for all of us, that we may make decisions not only choosing the right thing, but choosing the will of God in every aspect of our being. This is my prayer for all of us. The Lord bless you for this day.